Welcome to What's Your Meta? Enough of this PvP bullshit. We got a PvP, PvE expert in tonight. I fucked up the whole damn intro and it's all ruined. Yeah, play uh, that intro music. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Coming to us with 719 Destiny 2 clears. Yeah, we have Kingsley Mac, the Sherpa to end all Sherpas uh, in our little group of people. He's even setting up a Sherpa alliance to try to help other people become better Sherpas and lead more and more of the community through uh, end game and raid content. So, Kingsley Mac, welcome to What's Your Meta this evening. Yes, thank you. Yes, you heard that right. 719. I can't even believe it myself either. Raid. Raid clears. Completions. Okay. I mean, that obviously also counts some... Um, checkpoints here and there which i don't do too often because i find those extremely boring i would rather run a full raid yeah but why not i would say at least five to ten percent of those are uh just quick clears checkpoint completion stuff but still wow 719 i'm too much of a nerd i gotta stop playing this game like i thought 240 was a good number that i had and i looked at like what are my average numbers and stuff like that and you have spent way more time on the whole and your averages for some of them are way longer too which means that you put in the hours trying to teach people how to do these raids that uh maybe in d1 i had the patience for but i've lost it since then um and so that's why i wanted to get you on tonight to talk a bit about uh all things pve also to give me you know being the egotistical maniac that i am the opportunity to crow about the last time you were on the show and we mm. talked about how Arc 3.0 yes. wasn't uh, wasn't going to be super viable for endgame content. And then Grandmasters came out and everybody yeah. wants to be an Arc Titan. <laughs> well, Arc Titan for sure. I still would say, and I'm sure we'll get into this some, but Arc Warlock, eh, there's some builds yeah. that are okay, but no, I'm sticking with Solar, dog. No, I, I think I think it's really only Arc Titan that is like creme de la creme. You have three Arc Titans and Grandmasters get a lot easier than they would uh in previous seasons, if you were trying to be an arc titan, I'm so I want to hear about what you're what you're gonna say, but I will preface this with I was running all day yesterday with the unlimited everything solar build that uh, maybe Plunder the Booty came out with, mm -hmm. and and um, I really like that one over the unkillable warlock, and maybe it's just because I'm playing it better, but then I switched to arc titan. Um, this morning after playing that and, and it's just so much fun because Rob was with me like when I got it going like everything in the room just, room just melts and is destroyed but then I switched to Arc Titan and it was just like it, it's the same thing but less of the chance of fucking up right <laughs> so I'm, I'm intrigued to see this because I'm guessing are you doing solar is that what we're talking about yeah for me for Warlock yes, yes. All right, I let's mean, talk about this. Just real quick, I'm excited about this Arc Titan build too, and I run my Titan the least, and I'm going to be building this soon on my Titan so I can bring my Titan out of retirement. I love Void for Hunter, mm -hmm. and then right now I'm Solar for Warlock, and I'm going to do Arc for Titan, so it's kind of a nice trifecta like there. Yeah. And Stasis for the garbage. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I, you know, you say that, but we cleared no. the Grandmaster with two Stasis yeah, or two Stasis, stasis Warlocks really and uh, Arc Titan. Stasis First. is that wild card. It's it can be really good, but it can also mess up so many things too. And I hate how it sometimes messes up the champions. You're you're yes. supposed to be stunning. We tried it in a master raid the other night. It was messing some things up. I don't know. I it's good, and 
power to the stasis warlocks out there, but I'm still running solar as my main. Well, well, you need something with DPS with it. Like you can't. It's not. It, it, it's a good like complement to other powerful subclasses, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and again, my main thing is raiding. I like gems a little bit, but I don't get too much into them, and they're yeah. a little more flexible on what you want to run. But with the raids, and for good or bad, you do kind of get put into these molds, and and actually soon uh, we may see more void hunters again because of divinity getting nerfed and we're going to see tether more yeah we're coming Guaranteed. back to anchor or and was it Deadshot anchor yeah and yeah. g falcon coming back with a boost to damage i yeah. don't think you're going to see that in raids a ton no. just because yeah i feel like at least for me if you're doing a raid build you want people who have utilities that to be able to help everybody which is why divinity or like well things like that are almost always right. must-haves because it's a well, entire universal like- boost but if you're running if you're running tether for the debuff, then you have to run an exotic of some sort. And you could always run like something to get health back or generate more orbs. But you could also run G Falcon and get those boosts, uh, boost depending on like how they come back with it. Anyways, let's not yeah. sidetrack this. We got <laughs> okay. shit to do. I want to hear them. Yeah, I am not running uh, the build. I'm pretty much running the um, Invincible Warlock build. And I did look at the other build, the newer one, and it's not my style as much for a couple of reasons. And I also, he even admitted it, or I think you did, that it may not be the best for harder content. No, no, it's definitely lower. Well, yeah, because you need to get that melee kill to proc the whole thing, right? You have to be heat rises in the air and get the melee kill. And it's a lot harder when enemies have a bit more health like if you're trying to do a master nightfall your red bars aren't maybe dying to uh, a single melee yeah Yeah. well here's the thing okay and i was i was skeptical myself too for a while but healing grenade is where it's at especially on the warlock and when you have that uh aspect the touch of flame that uh makes your healing grenade even better times two restoration you can get yourself out of any situation and i'm not using this to play lazy but i'm using this to freaking stay alive it's better than even a well because you're getting your grenade back all the time i have my i'll talk about my stats on things but you want to spec up your grenade also but you you're you're getting low you throw it on the ground it's a guaranteed survivability for a little bit or throw it at a friend if if you're not low and they are but that if your is friend the has a tendency thing. to die a lot in raids, glares at Gator. Yep. <laughs> Gator, whoever. Uh, <laughs> you know, we can start a service where uh, pay for our healing aids. Uh, low subscription fee per month. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us exactly what you're running then on a build mm-hmm. for, for raids. Because I know it, it probably could vary between raids, but if you're doing like a Sherpa run where you're going to have to put your full effort in to help somebody out or a master run where again, you have to put your full effort in to make it work. What's your go-to build these days? Yes. All right. And I've tried to make this simple for myself right now. I'll just start with the exotics first because I prefer to have builds where I'm not having to swap too many things. So right now I have, my life is really easy where I'm only swapping exotic legs for the warlocks right now. I prefer for my overall neutral game and for encounters where I don't have to focus on DPS, I prefer transverse of steps because it gives me, yeah, they're really good in raids because it gives you more speed when you're sprinting and the reload, of course, when you're sprinting. So think about Gallahorn, totems, other encounters like that. You don't have to reload it. The transverse will do that for you. 
So for an example, in Kingsfall, the first couple encounters, through totems at least, I'm running transversive steps. And then for the rest, I'm of course running Lunafaction Boots. Kind of boring, but it's for the DPS where Warlocks can really use that when you're in a well because you give everyone else that quicker reload. And, and the more way, ra- range too, right? It adds everyone's range. So, I mean, yes. when we're using linear fusion rifles in this rage, ra- raid, it doesn't matter that much, but uh, it felt like it was a big deal when we were in mm-hmm. uh, Deepstone Crypt when everyone was running the double slug shotty. Like you could tell if somebody, if your warlock in the well wasn't using Luna factions because yes. your, your shotty was hitting for 10,000 po- points of damage less on every shot. Yes, yes, yeah. So I like it how I have it spec'd out that I can swap those two things and my stats pretty much stay the same. It would be a bigger pain if I was having to swap from different exotics, from like legs to arms to chest pieces or whatever. I almost considered in a Master King's Fall raid the other night doing Phoenix Protocol, but. It wasn't the play. We we tried it with another warlock, and we weren't getting the supers back. wasn't a big deal, anyways, with the layout of everything. So right now, I'm still kind of staying on those two. But let me just—I just kind of wanted to talk about that first, uh, the exotic that I pair with it. But okay, of course it's solar. You pretty much stay on well of radiance for the super. I mean, you can do daybreak if you time it right. It can help you get through jumping puzzles. Because you can, you don't use it for anything else in the race, right. but you can use it to proc and get Icarus dash the whole time while you're in your super. And so you can do the things that you see people do with the sword flying and everything like that, but you can just do it with your super on the Warlock. But I'll do that if I remember, if I just want to be funny or whatever. But 99% of the time, I'm on Well of Radiance. Makes sense. Uh, healing Rift makes sense because when I don't have the Well, I'll drop that. Um... You could do Empowering Rift. It's not a big deal. Uh, we, jumps. We were talking about this the other day. I thought it was a given that all Warlocks just do Burst Glide. Yeah. And it's what I would recommend. But I've been hearing more and more people like, no, dude, you got to do, do Strafe Glide. I mean, I get it because I guess if you're not as familiar with the jump, that can help you a little bit on maneuverability. But I can't get away from Burst Glide. I, I like that initial jump and distance that I get that I'm guaranteed to hit some far high up thing and i'd rather have that than strafe glide so and it's i think it's easier to skate with too isn't it like i feel like it's faster yeah it's it is it's just that strong initial boost of speed is just where it's at so it's what i'm going to recommend uh for the melee celestial fire of course it's just fun shooting out uh you get some distance pretty far uh, distance range with that uh melee yeah. it's not like the most powerful thing in the world but why not have a melee that shoots out? <laughs> right. Incinerary snap looks cool, but it just doesn't seem that powerful. No, I think you have to build around it to make it actually worthwhile. You really and you're do. giving up you're giving up a ton of extra utility that you can use elsewhere to build around it. I don't know yep. if I've ever actually used it. It yeah. looks cool. I mean it, I, it looks really it, cool and it sounds cool. You get that snap right. sound. You get the and... snap and then the thing explodes in front of you. It's kind of neat, but yeah, but it doesn't go as far either. Uh, and then grenade for the longest time on on solar, at least I was um, like uh, solar grenade or fusion grenade. But I'm telling you, healing grenade. You just you're low. You throw that at the ground right, right below your feet. You are instantly healed, especially with the two X uh, warlock ability, which I'll explain in a second as an aspect and really really powerful and. 
at first I'm like, oh, I just hate the idea of not throwing grenades at ads to help clear rooms and things. But you kind of find ways to deal with it. You use your guns more, go figure. And you just use your grenade as a way to get out of bad situations. Um, I want to be able to stay alive. One of the things that bugs me more than anything else, I don't mind if I'm chirping people and people are dying. But for me, myself, my own goal, especially when I'm playing with people that are better than me, I do not want to be the person dying. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I think yeah. you are among friends here. Yeah. All of us are yeah. way harder on ourselves than we are on anybody else right? in the race. Like, yeah. yeah. For Gator, that guy fucks it's, up so Dude, much. it's so funny. <laughs> like, I do, I do not care when other people yeah. die. Yeah, I'm just like, I've got to stay alive. But then when I die, I'm like, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. No, no. That's yeah. the worst feeling in the world. Like, I, we we joke about me being a grumpy raider, right? That I sometimes get upset. But more often than not, it's like, I only get upset, like, if somebody does something dumb to die. And even then, not so often. It's more yeah. often me getting upset at myself for doing something dumb. Like, I try to do a hero moment, and it backfires. Yeah. It's like, if I had just done my job, maybe we could have gotten the person up and gotten the thing done. But, like, uh, last night we were playing... Uh, we were trying to take somebody through a 1570 uh, nightfall. They've never done never done one before. And it's like, oh, people are down. And I was like, oh, I'll throw my grenade. And I threw it too close to myself, and it exploded on me, and it killed me. And we, like had to go back and start over. We still had enough to get the 100,000, thankfully, but I was just like, just crestfallen that I killed myself with my own grenade. And I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. an idiot. That and like, that, that bothered me for a, fo- a solid uh, few minutes. So I, you're among friends when you say that you just want to do your job and stay alive and not be the mm-hmm. person that causes the wipe. Yeah, and, and staying alive is good advice in a raid also. I try to sherpa this with people that if we can stay alive... Um, chances are it, it's most raids have a few more encounters before it's the enrage and it's better if we can stay alive and do more phases of DPS than play too crazy and die and then we have to wipe anyways because we don't have any revives left so I'd rather people play a little safer at least at first right yeah, TJ TJ uh, 202k always says says shoots it don't die is like when people are like what do we do here and People pay attention to the shoot shit part, but they don't really pay as much attention to the don't die part. Uh, but I feel like they're both probably as important. Uh, very rarely in regular raids, at least, I find us getting DPS checked with a group mm-hmm. that I'm running with. Like occasionally you can run with people who don't have the right weapons and can't do a whole lot, but there are ways around that. Hence the well and divinity and in the future when divinity is not as good you know, a tether plus divinity to help people. Like there's ways as a team you can overcome the DPS check, but, uh, but yeah, I'm reeling you in. I'm reeling you in so you can keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> no, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, it's the, the DPS check in regular raids isn't a real problem, right? It's more yeah. running out of yeah. revives and stuff like that. Okay. So with the grenade, <laughs> the aspect that you have to use, cause it's just so good is the touch of flame that gives a few different grenades the extra ability and again with the solar or sorry with the healing grenade it improves the strength of the cure and restoration effects so basically if you look at it it's a times two so it just makes that healing grenade that much better and then the other aspect that i really recommend people run this is another thing why i've been sticking on solar is icarus dash that can get you out of so many sticky situations i first started learning this in the duality dungeon and it's been really helpful in master raids too but you know 
I even admit being a warlock main, it kind of sucks. You're too floaty in the sky sometimes. You're too slow. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the ads are shooting you, shooting you, and you're just stuck in the air. But with Icarus Dash, you can boom to the left or boom to the right or something and get out of these situations. So please, everyone, consider Icarus Dash. It is my favorite tool in PvP. Right? And PvE. And everybody I mean, everybody yeah. talks about it up as a PvP aspect, but... Yeah, it's good to know that it has value oh, in PVE as well. Huge. I yeah. love it in PVE. I love yeah. it in PVE. Yep. Yeah. All right. And then, you know, fragments like anything, you can vary a little bit, but the ones I'm using right now is Ember of Torches. Uh, powered melee attacks make you radiant. And then Ember of Solace, radiant and restoration has an increased duration. That's always good. Uh, Ember of Empyrean, solar weapon. Or ability final blows extend the duration of restoration and radiant. Okay. And then Ember of Char, Solar Ignitions and Scorch. Or sorry, Solar Ignitions spread Scorch to affected targets. So what you want to build with this as far as weapons go, what really shines is any weapon with incandescent. Yep. You don't have to do that, but it really, really shines. So uh Zally's Bane, the hand cannon in the raid, is an amazing one. I got the explosive payload incandescent roll, which is just Ooh, nasty in PvE. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, Callus mini tool with incandescent. That's the one I have. It's yep. fantastic. I don't have that yet, but I'm working on building it. I may have gotten it at some point in the past and just didn't think about it or care, but and yeah, I use Sunshot like... a lot too. I love oh, Sunshot, Sunshot in the raids right now. Yeah, that's Battler. Awesome. Yep. I really like running Battler. Battler, Battler. yeah, Battler. So the weapons is somewhat what you want to do, of course, but the build that I have, oh, and then let me talk about the, uh, the mods really quick on the armor to help. Uh, I got Explosive Willmaker, so um, that uh, rapidly defeating combatants uh, will spawn the solar elemental wells. Oh, sorry, with explosive damage. So, you know, Sunshot again does really well with that. And then um, well of ordinance picking up solar elemental wells grants you additional grenade energy so again my grenades coming back quickly uh and then i got um font of might picking up elemental well that matches your subclass grants in a temporary bonus to weapon damage obviously that's nice and then i got um seeking wells so they come at you you know which is always nice you don't have to run over them as much i like seeking wells a lot yeah and then Well of Life, picking up a Solar Elemental Will grants increased regeneration for a short period of time. So all this, again, I'm staying alive. I'm going over these, these wells. I'm, they're helping build into everything. I'm staying alive. I'm getting my grenade back quickly, everything. And it should be obvious to everyone, but please, please, please try to focus on getting 100 resilience on your character, especially this build. That gives you your 40% damage reduction. And then the second most probably important stat is discipline and recovery, just right underneath that. So I got a 180-80 build. I don't have like triple 100s or anything, but I'm working on it. Um, do you? So okay, are you okay if I ask about weapons that you're using? Like, of let's course. say you're running like a regular King's Fall. Are you mm -hmm. running Callus Mini Tool on a regular King's Fall? Because I feel no. like you need a little bit more range. No, not yet. Uh, and and you probably would maybe only run that in some areas. So it's Golgoroth probably not. That's probably the only spot that I would probably run it. Golgoroth, but also you could a little bit like in maybe like 
orcs too, because you'll use your ranged weapons just for DPS, and then the other adds. Oh yeah, orcs. I guess you could use bad. a sniper for the ogre, and I, I don't know, but I'll tell you what I'm mostly running: the opening encounter. That one I'm using Galahorn because I like to just clear those phalanxes that show up quickly, and then I'm using a fusion and like an auto rifle. It doesn't matter too much. I want a fusion to open the door quickly. And then oh, interesting! Whatever. Fusions fusions pop those bubbles pretty fast. Oh yeah, one or two Zeno's shots. Zeno's a one shot. Perfect. I always put Zeno on to do that, but I want to. I'm always on a Titan usually. Yeah, so. we we know that you use Zeno for everything. You've told us enough times. <laughs> I get it. I don't. We have it. need okay. you to get a Zeno. You know, no, no, your really opinion. Good. Your opinion no longer counts. We are only talking to Kingsley back now. <laughs> no, I know Zeno's kidding. good. It's just never really felt my felt um worked with my builds too well. But um, yeah, I no. didn't. I didn't even think about using a fusion there. That's a really good call, though. Okay, but the totems encounter for sure. I'm using Galhorn, and then a lot of people recommend like Thunderlord, but I I never kill myself with Galhorn, and I again I want that group add clear quickly, and then for I will definitely definitely recommend Cartesian coordinate uh, for my fusion because yeah. Solar for the Solar Wizards it melts the knights quickly because it's you know a great yeah. fusion rifle, and then I would love to use something more interesting for my primary slot but because stupid uh, unstoppables i usually just run my messenger with a uh, unstop mod yep you know, oh, okay. cool. yeah. unstoppable yeah and then oh, the whole rest of the raid the whole rest of the raid it's kind of boring but uh, my oh the one exception but my loadout is uh you want a heavy weapon so the taipan is very good right now if you have triple tap firing line with vice stinger it just pumps out the dps and gets you your ammo back sometimes you know Yep. Secondary DPS, I run Defiance of Yasmin with uh, Vorpal. I also yep. have a Firing Line one. I'm Firing Line Ensemble one that I've been running until mine's mm-hmm. crafted. And then... I, for interesting my, question about that. Yeah. Like, we can talk about the sniper you run, because I run the uh, Secession with uh, the thing that refills the ammo when you're looking away. Reconstruction. Yeah. And I'm wondering, because that is a higher impact sniper, right, than Defiance? It is. But I wonder how compares with Vorpal and all that. This is what I'm asking. This is what I'm trying to figure out is like, because I just unlocked the patterns so I can start crafting my defiances as I go forward. Well, you know, the only reason, yeah, I would, I'm wondering this too. I don't know that it's going to matter too much. However, and I have that really good role and Succession was my favorite sniper, but until Yasmin came back, I just love the scope on Yasmin. So that's why I've been running it. No, I I love it too. Um, Yeah. That's just the thing I'm wondering about because I have snapshot site reconstruction. So snapshot site is great for PVE or PVP, I mean, but kind of not the most useful in PVP. But you can't craft a secession. So, but I'm and wondering if like reconstruction is so good because I while, yeah. while I'm firing away with my heavy, once it's gone, I have six shots and I can fire away with that then. Yeah, I run Something. that on my heritage a lot in PVE. Maybe someone knows the answers, but you know, there's a lot of good sniper options. So I just what I've been doing. And then I'll run Sunshot most of the time for my primary, quote, primary weapon, because I love it. But um, except for Daughters, I run Tarnished Metal because of the arc popping, baby. There's a lot of arc in that room, you know, if you've noticed all the arc phalanx shields. Yep. So That's where I put okay. a pulse on there. The, uh, yep. what's the, what's and I have the... Volt Shot, of course, too, on my oh, Tarnished God, Metal. Which is so, so you're switching off a of Cartesian coordinate. Um to sunshot after for the rest of, to after sunshot. Yep. And then and then what are you putting in your in your kinetic? 
Uh, mostly defiance of Yasmin. Okay. Yeah. I might have to. I'm gonna have to try that out because I've I've been using um, Battler and a Slug or Defiance of Yasmin, depending on where I am, and then either Taipan or Galhorn. I agree. With, like. Uh, I do like the slug option if you're the knight person at Warpriest, talking about uh, Kingsfall in particular, which makes this not an evergreen discussion. But in Kingsfall in particular, if you're a Warpriest and you're the person who needs to get a knight, having a slug shotgun feels a lot better than a sniper because you have to hit that close-up shot on the sniper with the sniper there. What I'll do there, I know, and I I would sometimes switch to a fusion if, if I'm the knight person, which usually I'm not, even though I'm good at doing it i just someone else usually takes it but well normally you're just, a solar warlock right so you're the exactly. guy with the well so people don't want why. you to be go get a knight they want you to get the well down to start doing the dps but i don't mind especially since i have my uh sniper also i'll use a shot or two if i miss the headshot really good on the night just my linear fusion and i'll even do that in the orcs encounter when those knights come out with the bombs I'll throw a melee at it and one shot headshot the knight and just take it down. I, I don't, I'm not going to miss one shot of my heavy in the long run. Yeah. Good call. It's kind of why I'm I've really been trying to be the divinity guy lately. So I can use my linear fusion to kill ogres and knights and not feel guilty about it. Yeah. I'm really bad about using heavy for things besides the boss. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm starting to realize that like that same mentality that you have is, you know what? Is it better to get through this fast and take out this yellow bar, or is it better to have one more shot on the boss? Yeah, I know. It's something to consider. And uh, especially if you're trying to, you know, that you haven't taken the ogre down quickly or those light eater, light eater knights, uh, you better the hell switch to your heavy because we'll be less frustrated with you having a little less heavy during DPS than, than letting the knight <laughs> run away. Get the bomb, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is a, uh, I don't know, Derek, did you have more questions about build here? Um, so just so I understand this, this build, um, what are you doing to keep restoration up to keep, um, to keep, uh, um, uh, what's that? radiant up radiant restoration and cure? How are you chaining those to keep those up all the time? Or are you letting them die and only using your nade and stuff when you're in a sticky situation? Like, how are you playing it's, this? It's more the second. I try to keep it up. <laughs> but uh you know i don't always have incandescent weapons on or getting my shots perfectly or procking the the melee and the weapons back and forth uh so i i would even have to say i'm not maybe using this build to the max but i still like when it does provide those benefits but the main thing i love is and i'm seeing wells all the time solar wells on the ground and i feel like if i'm if i had to look above my super i have stacks of things a good majority of the time but but again that healing nade that's what i do yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna revisit this man because i i had a really bad time when we ran king's fall because i just didn't have practice and i think i was focusing too much on keeping it chained the entire time yeah and i think i was getting frustrated because i couldn't keep it chained and i think i'll reapproach it because i'd rather have Icarus Dash and Phoenix Dive, and you need Phoenix Dive mm-hmm. on the unlimited one. So I agree yes. with you. I'd rather have yeah. me- movement and and more survivability. I think mm-hmm. beats always being. Give it a try. Yeah. Once you get used to the healing nade, it, it took me a day or two, and once you get used to it, you're like, wow, this is nice. <laughs> well, I used to, yeah, I used to use them a lot uh, when I was a hunter. Even in a master raid, we were doing the other night, and people around me would. 
and they weren't dying too often, but they would start to die and there would be like two of us in an area and ads on all sides of us and you start to see like your buddy die. And then I was in the similar area, but I didn't throw a grenade yet. But then, and I see my, you know, it's going down. Absolute. I just throw a grenade on the ground and I totally got out of that situation. So Yeah, those, those chickens can get you caught in that left room, man. And <laughs> it gets dicey. I've had some, I've had some close, close encounters to wipes this, this week. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, it's fun. Right. Well, I wanted to use this opportunity. And now that we're done talking about, uh, loadouts to talk about the uh the new sherpa program you're starting up um which i know we can probably spend a full podcast episode about uh in the future but so give us the elevator pitch on the uh your owl sector sherpa endeavor yeah sure i'll give the quick pitch on that i mean it's kind of something we've been doing unofficially for quite a while but we've been having more and more people saying still like i'm afraid to join a raid because i need a sherpa this and that, and, and not sure they'd maybe see one posted, but too many people would join them quickly. So we had suggestions. This wasn't entirely my idea. A lot of great people like Cato and Hazelnut and people from all over and Rodimus, we all kind of came up with these ideas together. And um, we wanted to start a program that we're still playing with the numbers, but we'd say, oh, we'll Sherpa like two people or three people that are brand new. And the idea is, and we're just starting with King's Fall so far, and we try to get the group together of the people that have experience behind the scenes, and then we'll post it to the bot and have like two slots open and say, for new people that have not completed the raid yet, and we try to keep it open for that. And if for some reason we don't get two people that haven't completed the raid yet, we'll open it up day of or last minute to people with low clears or whatever. We'll, we'll get it going. But we've had great reception. We've only done one so far have another one in the books. People have already been signing up for it. And uh, it's a way to get people interested in raiding, knowing that they'll have a great group of patient people teaching them and they don't have to feel scared that they never completed the raid yet. And it's also nice too. We wanted to have at least two or three, but not just one. Because if you're just the one person, you're going to feel a lot more intimidated, right? Like, I don't want to be the only new person here. But if you have two or three people that are new together, they feel like they're in good company also. So kind of that number. I'm, I'm thinking two is where we're going to mostly settle out, but we tried it with three new people, and that worked pretty well also. Awesome. I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm Spoiler alert, I am in there, even though uh, if you see me as the person who's the, one of the Sherpas, you're like, oh, that motherfucker is a grumpy raider. But no, uh, a Sherpa <laughs> runs up quite patient. It's really... Only once I start having expectations for uh, somebody that I get mad at them. But when, when I have low expectations, he, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's when he's played with his friends and all of his friends are intoxicated that he gets grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. thanks for reminding me. So that's that's talking more about like for the people that need help. But for those that want to help out, uh, in the Guardian Hub Discord, under the Getting Started section, there's a tag you can tag yourself for Sherpa. It doesn't have to mean you're like the best Sherpa in the world, but if you're willing to help out and be part of this L Sector Alliance of Sherpas to pull from, please mark yourself at that tag. And um, if you need a link to the Guardian Hub Discord and you're not in there yet, you can tag Kingsley Mac. He is in our Discord. You can tag Rob or I, and we can get you there for sure. Um, if you get into their Discord, that's where you can sign up for Sherpa stuff. Very easy, the website, if you don't mind me mentioning it. Not at all, man. You can, you can find out yeah, how to join our Discord. 
from our website. It's very easy to remember, theguardianhub.com, the best hub on the net. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Kingsley, and thanks for sharing your Warlock build. Uh, That was awesome. Uh, I suspect by the next time we chat about you, that number of raid clears is going to be getting kind of close to 800. Uh, Wow. (laughs) uh, I mean, at least three a week, right? But I imagine it's probably more than that, right? Oh, yeah. At least three a week, I would say, yeah. So maybe maybe 750, but... uh, it's going to keep climbing because I know you're not going to stop raiding. Yeah, not yet. Well, I'm going to have to, uh, although I might not be the best Sherpa in the world, I definitely enjoy helping and teaching people. So I'm going to have to jump in some of these raids with you guys and help out. We'd love to have you. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to plug or say before we end this uh, shorty bonus episode? Uh, no, just have fun with raiding. I mean, if you've never hopped in one before, if you happen to be listening to this and never raided, please give it a try. And the other reason for doing this is because we can help set expectations ahead of time of, okay, this raid, we're trying to keep them about three hours or less on average. Um, that's another reason why we may only want to have two new people because a lot of people are worried they'll go forever. So um, if you're short on time, let us know and we can really try to set up something behind the scenes to make it a shorter experience for you. Absolutely. Sweet, man. Well, you are a wonderful uh, gift to our community with all the bots and everything that you've set up and the 100.io alliances and just the communities coming together in general. So I know we've said thank you, but seriously, man, thank you for what you put in to uh, make this all super rad for people. Well, thank you, guys. I I pleasure being on this, uh, I guess, first PV focused episode and nonetheless on my birthday today, too. Yeah, oh happy yeah! Birthday. Happy birthday! Oh, I'd wish you a happier birthday, but you didn't quite try to sell a little fluffy on Zeno, so <laughs> you've lost a couple of points there. So I hope it's only a very good birthday. Uh, okay. I didn't realize that the birthday raid was your birthday. I thought you were just <laughs> joining someone else over. So happy birthday, man! That's amazing. Thanks, man. That's so cool. All right. <laughs> no All right. Worries. Well, yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, try the build. Um, tag Kingsley in the Discord. Let them know what you think of it. I want to hear some feedback. I want I want to know what you guys are thinking of these, uh, if they're helpful or, or not. So, uh, yeah, let us know. I'd appreciate it. Cool. cool. Uh, later, everyone. Bye.